It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. from the Cave Crew Radio and you're listening to Alex Cardinelli on the American Variety Network. Tonight's episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Blue Zoo Aquatics. Saltwater Fish Keeper's one-stop online source for the best saltwater, livestock, and equipment. Now, through May 31st, 2016, listeners of the American Variety Network can save 15% off their order using coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL, AVN April Deal, in capital letters. Blue Zoo Aquatics now presents this episode of American Variety Network. Welcome 
to Primetime Baking, presented to you by Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show here on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Chef Alex Cardinelli. It's been a little while since I hosted an episode of Primetime Baking, so I hope that all of you got in your kitchens and started baking. If not, well, you better get ready to bake, because tonight I have a lot of my awesome dessert recipes that I am going to share with each and every one of you, my listeners. So, as I was thinking about hosting another primetime baking episode for today, I figured, you know what, I should do a show where I'm going to be giving out each and every single one of my favorite dessert recipes to all of my listeners so that they can enjoy these delicious goodies. Now, trust me, my recipes tonight are awesome. They are loved by everybody that I made them for. Everyone that tasted these baked goods that I make are really thankful that I gave them the food because they loved it, and they asked me for a recipe. And at the time, I said no, because I wanted to keep my recipe a secret, but I hope that they are listening to this show. So hello to everybody that was at the bake sale a couple days ago, and hello to everybody that I baked some homemade goodies for. So tonight, I'm going to be giving out a lot of my wonderful uh, dessert recipes so that you, my listeners, can experience what it's like to be a good baker. I want each and every one of you to use my recipes. So... Besides all of the recipes that I'm going to be giving out tonight, I'm also going to educate you a little bit about baking. So this is going to be a really fun and informal show for you. So here is what's planned for the show today. I'm going to have a discussion on why I like baking. I'm also going to have a discussion on what I like to bake so that you can get to know me as a baker. I'm going to share some things that you need to know about baking to make sure that you become the greatest baker that you can be. I'm going to have a discussion on some ingredients you're always going to need to bake with. So generally speaking, I'm going to talk about the ingredients that are almost always common in a bakery kitchen, and you should always have them in your kitchen. And I'm going to have a discussion on how you can make desserts for those who are diabetic, because that seems to be a topic that a few of my listeners of Primetime Baking have suggested to me. But the main event of the show is all of my great dessert recipes. Each and every one of these recipes I have made quite frequently. I use them for bake sales or just to enjoy with my family and friends. They are pretty simple to make, and I believe you will all enjoy these recipes. Some recipes planned for this show include chocolate chip cookies, Reese's Pieces cookies, red velvet cheesecake brownies, red velvet whoopie pies, cannoli cake, 
white chocolate chip cookies, and more. All of my amazing recipes just for you. Let's start this episode of Primetime Baking right now. Bada-bam! It's time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Alright, so let's go ahead and get this episode of Primetime Baking started. I'm going to start by talking about why I like to bake. You know, baking for me is very fun. It's a chance for me to make something that everybody will enjoy. I think of baking as an art. You know, an artist has a piece of paper and a coloring pencil, and they use that as their canvas. But for me, I was never a good artist. I was never able to draw very well, but I like to make things. So I found culinary arts when I was in junior middle school, and I enrolled in a culinary arts program. And the first course that I took was a baking program. And ever since that day, I have always loved baking. I was one of the better baking students at that program because I always stayed after and I always uh, followed every single instruction that the head chef gave and I learned that way. You know, I'm a really fast learner. If you tell me something, I'm going to remember it. So we started with easy cookie recipes, then we got into cakes and breads and advanced stuff like uh, cannolis and eclairs and stuff. So, truthfully, I did not know that I was going to be a good baker. I thought I was going to do miserably at baking when I did an art class, but actually I did quite well. And I'm still doing quite well. I'm really enjoying the baking hobby, as I like to call it. So I get to make something that I really enjoy, and I get to showcase my art to the world, which just so happens to be an edible piece of art, and it's a very cheap art as well. Usually a good art piece would cost you about 25 maybe $50, but a baked good art piece is maybe 2 or $3 at most. So I really enjoy baking because I get a chance to express myself, put my love into the baked goods, and I love seeing the people's smiles on their faces when they're enjoying something very good. Now, baking also for me is a way to relieve stress. Sometimes I have a very stressful life, and I use baking as a way to combat that and make my life a lot peacefuler and a lot more fun for me. Now, another major reason that I love to bake is because I think it's a science project. 
Science was one of my favorite subjects in school. I loved uh, chemistry and biology. So for me, baking is one of uh, the biggest chemistry things that I get a kick out of in life. Now, when you're baking, you get to experience change as ingredients get mixed and as the product bakes. And the last reason I like to bake homemade things is there's no chemicals in homemade products that you're going to find in brownie mixes and uh, things of that nature. That's why I like to bake. Now I'm going to tell you what I like to bake. One of the biggest things I always enjoy baking is red velvet. Now, originally, when people think of red velvet, you think of red velvet cake. Well, I've taken red velvet to a whole nother level because I make red velvet cheesecake brownies, red velvet whoopie pies, red velvet cheesecake cupcakes, red velvet cheesecake, red velvet cookies, red velvet ice cream. I guess you get the picture now. I really love my red velvet. I also like to make cookies. I don't know what it is, but I really get a kick out of uh, making cookies. I like homemade cookie dough. I like to eat it, but also I like to make homemade cookies. I like making homemade cakes. I like making homemade brownies, and I like making homemade cheesecakes. I've never really made homemade breads and uh, homemade yeast products at home. But I have done it at a professional kitchen. Um, I can make breads. I just prefer not to because it is a lot more work. And uh, you have to be really precise in bread making. But I do know how to do it. And I will be doing a show on bread making sometime in the near future here on Prime Time Baking. Okay, moving on now to a very important topic. Baking is one of the things we most commonly hear people say they cannot do. With so many things to keep track of, it can be daunting. And I certainly understand why some people feel they cannot do baking. Well, I'm here to help you. If you're somebody who says you cannot bake, I'm here to help you, and I'm going to teach you exactly how you can bake. Whether you're totally lost as soon as you pick up measuring spoons, or you have a go-to cookie recipe that pleases every time, I have tips on getting started and the science behind the essentials to help you feel more comfortable in the kitchen and help make you a better baker. So, here are my tips and some things to know about baking. The first thing you want to do is read the recipe. Now, it's very easy to skip a recipe, but the first and most important thing that every baker knows to do is read the recipe before starting. This means you read it from beginning to end until you understand all the steps so you don't forget to separate your eggs before you dump them into the mixer only to find out 
that your cake won't be fluffy because you have no more egg whites to beat in and fold in. Then, get all of your ducks in a row and prep before you start baking. This way, you won't be stuck with rock-solid butter when it should be softened or frantically fitting a bowl with ice water while your ice cream custard scrambles on the stove. So, ladies and gentlemen, before you start baking, always read the recipe. My second tip for you is to know your oven. Ovens are snowflakes. Every single one is different and will do different things to your food at different times. Two of the most common quirks are that they distribute heat unevenly or the temperature gauge will be inaccurate. Hot spots are real and ovens sometimes will lie. Hot spots. If your cookies come out of the oven with the back left looking burnt and the front row looking doughy, you're going to have to start rotating your pan halfway through. Temperature variance. Most ovens do not have accurate temperature gauges. The only way to know for sure is to put an oven thermometer in your oven and follow that. Many baking recipes rely on the right amount of heat at the right time. If you don't get a blast of heat at the beginning, breads, cakes, and cream puffs won't rise. If the heat is too low for too long, they could dry out. Follow the visual cues described in the recipe. You can bet that the oven used to develop the recipe will cook differently than yours does and get an oven thermometer. Rack placement. Rack placement is also important. Depending on how your oven circulates heat and where the heating element is, there is a big difference between baking on the top, middle, or bottom rack. A batch of muffins on the bottom rack can end up with burnt bottoms. Biscuits too close to the top can burn on top while the middle is still raw. Toast on the middle rack can stale instead of toast. Everything has a proper placement. If a recipe describes rack placement, follow the directions. The third tip I have for you in becoming a good baker is knowing the difference between baking powder versus baking soda. Baking works because of a series of chemical reactions. It's some of the most delicious science out there. It also means that you need the right chemicals to make the right things happen at the right time. Baking soda is a single ingredient. Baking soda is sodium bicarbonate. Its main property is that when it encounters acid, it releases CO2. It's the CO2 bubbles that make the air bubbles in the batter that create a fluffy texture. Acids in baking are things like lemon juice, vinegar, and buttermilk. This is why you can't just substitute regular milk in the place of buttermilk. The baking soda will not activate and your cupcakes won't rise. To make buttermilk, add a tablespoon of lemon juice or vinegar to every cup of milk the recipe calls for. 
Now, baking powder is a compound ingredient made from baking soda and two or three things that react with it during cooking. Because it includes a powdered acid, any liquid to dissolve the powders will do. To keep the CO2 bubbles from escaping before the batter starts to set in the oven, the ingredients activate with heat. Baking powder is usually a double-acting ingredient, allowing it to continuously release gas throughout cooking. It's generally a more reliable leavener. That's the difference between baking powder and baking soda. My fourth tip is to have a bunch of flowers on hand. A well-stocked baking aisle can have an overwhelming number of flowers, ranging from whole wheat to pastry to corn to almond and back to all-purpose. Bread flour is so named because it has higher protein levels, giving you more lift, structure, and air pockets in your bread. Cake flour is a much softer, lower-protein flour and gives your delicate baked goods a tender crumb. All-purpose flour, as the name suggests, is somewhere in the middle and very versatile. Self-rising flour has baking powder and salt already mixed in. It's a favorite of southern bakers in particular because it makes biscuits and dumplings a quicker process. Now, all-purpose flour is very versatile, just like me. I'm able to adapt to many different surroundings in the kitchen. All right, my fifth baking tip is egg whites versus egg yolks. You have to understand the difference of egg whites and egg yolks and what they do in baking. Now, eggs are a wonderful ingredient, a must-have, versatile weapon in a baker's arsenal, and essential to many baking processes. Few novice bakers, though, understand egg. The egg white is made up almost exclusively of protein and water, whereas the yolk is made up of different proteins, fat, and vitamins. The contents of an egg white allow it to whip up into a foam using the protein to build structures. When baked, these structures set in place and hold their shape. This is how marine, uh, maroons are made. Why, this is why souffles rise and why egg whites are used in many recipes to aerate and lighten batter such as meringue, uh, chocolate souffle, and all those other uh, pastries that are hard to pronounce. An egg yolk, on the other hand, is a creamy emulsifier that adds richness and thickness. An egg yolk is used to stabilize one liquid in another, water and oil, for example, to add a smooth, creamy texture to baked goods. The fat content adds richness, and they can be used to thicken. All of these together make a rich, smooth, creamy custard, for example. Together, they are a top-notch binding agent holding your baked goods together. My sixth and final tip is using 
butter, and oils. One thing you'll notice when reading a recipe is that it'll always define the temperature your butter should be. Cold, soft, which is at room temperature, or melted. This is incredibly important to the success of your baking adventures because each recipe and each temperature will produce different results. Cold butter, like in pie crust, is used to create flaky layers. As the butter melts in the oven, it keeps the dough from binding together, which creates flakiness. It's how you keep croissants from just being biscuits. Room temperature butter is almost always creamed with sugar, which creates little air pockets. These air pockets then expand with steam and leaveners like baking powder in the oven, making your cookies fluffy and not little hard discs. Melted butter combines the ingredients and provides richness without creating flaky layers or extra air pockets. As a rule of thumb, anywhere you see melted butter in a recipe, you can substitute oil. If you see cold or room temperature, the final product won't come out right if you try to use oil instead of butter. And those are my six tips to ensure you will be a good baker in the kitchen. So now I'm going to talk about ingredients you generally will need in the kitchen as a baker. Flour, try to have as many kinds of flour on hand as you can. Sugar, try to have as many kinds of sugar on hand as you can. I recommend keeping granulated sugar, powdered sugar, and some sort of brown sugar on hand. You should have butter and fats on hand. Fats like shortening and oil and uh, good quality butter on hand are essential to becoming a good baker. Eggs are essential. They are our arsenal. They are one of our weapons as a good baker. Baking soda and powder is essential. Vanilla extracts and other flavorings are really important to have in the kitchen. Chocolate chips, walnuts, sprinkles, chopped Oreos, and all of those other mixings are very important to have if you want to make a cake or some sort of flavored cookie. So those are generally the ingredients that most bakeries order a lot and have a lot in their shelves. My last topic before we get into our delicious recipes is how can I bake a baked good for people with diabetes? Well, I recommend using sugar substitutes like um, sweet and low. All of those sugar substitutes will work just well and it'll still taste good. I've made desserts with the sugar substitutes and it is very good. So if you are baking for somebody who has diabetes, I recommend using sugar substitutes. It's recipe time with Chef Alex Cardinelli. Are you ready for Chef Alex's delicious and mouth-watering recipes that are sure to taste as good as they sound? Be sure to grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down these delicious recipes. Now, let's get on to recipe time. Okay, guys and gals, it's time for my best dessert recipes. Get out your pen and paper and write down these awesome recipes. 
Here we go. I'm going to start with my chocolate chip cookie recipe. Chef Alex's chocolate chip cookies. One cup of butter softened, one cup of white sugar, one cup of packed brown sugar, two eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, three cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, two teaspoons of hot water, a half teaspoon of salt, two cups of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Preheat your oven to 350. Cream together the butter, white sugar, and brown sugar until smooth. Beat in the eggs one at a time, then stir in the vanilla. Dissolve baking soda in hot water. Add to batter along with salt. Stir in flour, chocolate chips, and nuts. Drop by large spoonfuls onto ungreased pans. Bake for about 10 minutes in the preheated oven or until edges are nicely browned. For all my peanut butter Reese's lovers out there, this is for you. Chef Alex's Reese's Pieces Cookies. Ingredients. A half cup, one stick of butter or margarine, softened, half cup of granulated sugar, half cup of packed light brown sugar, half cup of Reese's creamy peanut butter, one egg, half teaspoon of vanilla extract, one cup of all-purpose flour, a half teaspoon of baking soda, a quarter teaspoon of salt, one cup of Reese's Pieces candies. Directions. Heat your oven to 350, beat butter, granulated sugar, brown sugar, peanut butter, egg, and vanilla in a large bowl until fluffy. Stir together flour, baking soda, and gradually add to butter mixture, beating until well blended. Stir in candies. Drop by heaping teaspoons onto ungreased cookie sheet. Bake 10 to 12 minutes or until edges are lightly browned. Remove from oven. Cool slightly, remove from pan to wire rack. Cool completely. Mix about 30 cookies. Chef Alex's M&M cookies for all my M&M lovers out there. One cup of packed brown sugar, one cup of half, excuse me, a half cup of white sugar, one cup of shortening, two eggs, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract, two and a half cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of salt, one and a half cups of M&Ms. In a large bowl, mix sugar, eggs, shortening, and vanilla thoroughly. Add flour, salt, and baking soda to creamed mixture. Blend well. Add your M&Ms. Drop dough by teaspoonful onto baking sheet. Bake at 350 for 9 to 11 minutes. And that's my M&M cookie recipe. Now, if you are a white chocolate lover like I am, you're going to love this recipe. Chef Alex's white chocolate chip cookies. This is really simple, guys. What you're going to do is you're going to take my chocolate chip cookie recipe. You're going to omit. You're going to take away the milk chocolate chips, and you're going to replace the milk chocolate chips with white chocolate chips. So just use my chocolate chip cookie recipe and use white chocolate chips.
Alright, so I have a little bit of a story before I get to my next recipe. And the story goes, I went to Putnam, which is a vocational high school. And, of course, the trade that I took up was culinary arts. And I had a classmate by the name of Dolly Angeli. Like all my other classmates, they uh, were with me in uh, culinary arts. And there were a few of them that loved Red Velvet as much as me, but the one that I remember most that loved Red Velvet the most was my friend um, Dolly Angeli. And there is a particular Red Velvet recipe that I make that she uh, was really interested in and she really loved. And that is my Red Velvet Cheesecake Brownie. And I promised Dolly that I would uh, make her a batch of uh, my Red Velvet White, or excuse me, my Red Velvet Cheesecake Brownies. I was thinking about my Red Velvet White Chocolate Brownies that I do as well. But uh, Dolly likes the Red Velvet Cheesecake Brownies, so I'll make her a batch of that. So... The reason I have this show, I mean, the reason I have this recipe on today's show is because I thought of her, because I just saw her last uh, Saturday, but we'll talk about that a few minutes here. So here's my recipe for Red Velvet Cheesecake Brownies. For the brownies, you need one box of Red Velvet Cake Mix, a half cup of butter melted, one large egg, and one tablespoon of water. For the topping, you're going to need 8 ounces of cream cheese softened, a large egg, a, qu a quarter cup of sugar, and a half teaspoon of vanilla extract. Directions, preheat the oven to 350, grease a 9 by 13 inch baking dish, beat together the cake mix, butter, egg, and water until well combined. Dough will be very thick and sticky. Press the batter into the prepared pan. Beat together the cream cheese, egg, sugar, and vanilla and, until well combined. Drop by the spoonful onto the brownie dough. Bake brownies for 10 minutes and then remove from the oven and run a knife through the dough to swirl the cheesecake throughout. Return to the oven and continue baking for 25 minutes or until set. Cool completely before cutting. Store in an airtight container in the refrigerator for up to five days. Chef Alex's Red Velvet Whoopie Pies. For the whoopie pies, three cups of all-purpose flour, a third cup of cocoa powder, one teaspoon of baking powder, a half teaspoon of baking soda, a half teaspoon of salt, a half cup of unsalted butter at room temperature, a half cup of vegetable shortening, a half cup of light brown sugar, one cup of granulated sugar, two eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, three tablespoons of red food coloring, one cup of buttermilk, and for the cream cheese filling, four ounces of cream cheese at room temperature, four tablespoons of butter at room temperature, three and a half cups of powdered sugar, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Directions. Position a rack in the center of the oven and preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Line two baking sheets with parchment paper and set aside. 
whisk together the flour, cocoa powder, baking powder, baking soda, and salt in a medium bowl set aside. In the bowl of a stand mixer with a paddle attachment, beat together the butter, shortening, and bowl sugars on low speed until just combined. Increase the speed to medium and beat until fluffy and smooth about five minutes. Add the eggs one at a time, beating well after each addition. Add the vanilla and the red food coloring and beat until just blended. Add half of the flour mixture and half of the buttermilk to the batter and beat on low until just incorporated. Scrape down the sides of the bowl, add the remaining flour mixture and remaining half cup of buttermilk and beat until completely combined. Using a spoon or a medium cookie scoop, drop a tablespoon of batter onto one of the prepared baking sheets and repeat spacing them at least two inches apart. Bake one sheet at a time for about 10 minutes each or until the cakes spring back when pressed gently. Remove the baking sheet from the oven and let the cakes cool completely for five minutes on the uh, pan. Then remove from the pan to cool completely. While the cakes are cooling, prepare the filling in a bowl of a stand mixer with the paddle attachment. Beat together the cream cheese and butter on a medium speed. Add the sugar and beat on low speed until combined. Add the vanilla and increase the speed to medium high. Beat until creamy and smooth about four minutes. To assemble, spread the filling onto the flat side of one cake using a knife or spoon. You could also use a pastry bag with a round tip. I use the number 12 Wilton tip to pipe the filling onto the cake. Top it with another cake, flat side down. Repeat with the rest of the cakes and filling. And that, my friends, is the recipes to get us started. Woo! So, right now, we're going to go ahead and take our short intermission right here on Primetime Baking. Don't you dare go anywhere. I've got plenty more recipes coming up next here on Primetime Baking. But first, we're going to hear a couple songs, followed by American Variety Network's commercials and show reminders. Coming up next, more great, amazing recipes, including cannoli cake, strawberry cheesecake, Oreo cheesecake, Twix cheesecake, fruit salad with a delicious cream cheese marshmallow dip, Oreo cream pie, and a white chocolate cream pie. That's right after this intermission. And since I'm going to start intermission with a major announcement, I'm going to go ahead and promote my brand new app that is now available on your smartphones, your Androids, and your iPhones. Ladies and gentlemen, you can check out American Variety Network on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. Now, on my app, you can listen to any of my podcasts, new and old. You can watch any of my YouTube videos, and you can see any of my Facebook posts regarding the American Variety Network. Now, if you have never, ever heard any of my other shows, I really recommend downloading my app. Go to the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store and search American Variety Network and hit download. 67 of you have already done that and you're already loving my network, so now it's your turn to download the American Variety Network on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. 
This coming Thursday, May 6th, 2016, at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be hosting my next episode of the Live On Location broadcast, and the first one since Six Flags last year. I'll be broadcasting live from the Grill at the Boulevard, 664 Page Boulevard in Springfield, Mass., and I can't wait. It's going to be my very first ever restaurant broadcast. I will let the commercial tell you more about that. And I've got a very special shout-out that I would like to give before we go to a commercial break, and that is to my friend Dolly Angeli and her other half, I assume, Kyle. They are running a cupcake business. As I mentioned earlier, Dolly is a wonderful baker. Now, I purchased cupcakes from Dolly this past Saturday, and I tasted the red velvet cookies and cream and the Reese's Pieces explosion and the maple bacon cupcakes, and they were out of this world. Dolly and Kyle make the best cupcakes. They are better than any cupcake I've ever had anywhere else. Congratulations, Dolly and Kyle, for opening up your own cupcake business. The cupcakes are simply outstanding. So, ladies and gentlemen of Western Mass and Massachusetts in general, please check out K&D Cupcakes on Facebook. Give their page a like. Again, that's K&D Cupcakes on Facebook. Please like that page for my friend Dolly. Really nice lady, but an awesome baker with awesome cupcakes. I think she could use your support. So if you are from Mass, please maybe consider buying a cupcake from Dolly and Kyle. And I look forward to getting them as a guest here on my show. Now, let's get right to our intermission. Step one, you say we need to talk. She walks, you say sit down, it's just a talk. Smiles politely back at you. You stare politely right on through. Some sort of
Carob Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carob Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carob Sea a try. Check us out at CarobSea.com. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Who is going to get framed? 
what's going to be our funny comedy clip, and what new segments might be on the return of Saturday Live Saturday Join us for the return of Season 2 of Saturday Live with Dallas starting Saturday, 8-14. May 21st, May 21st, is going to be the American Variety Network's historic 350th episode. Joining me as the co-host, will be Jeremy Stellhorn. Jeremy and Alex present to American Variety Network the 350th episode on Saturday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific. We have a lot of wonderful guests coming on our 350th, including for the first time in 2016, Crayfish King and former co-host, James Jones, plus Aquatic Treasures owner Damien. The band's soundtrack will be here to talk about their band and we'll hear some of their songs. Plus, we got a couple of special guests, a special segment on autism, and more. It's going to be a very fun party. So, join us for our 350th Saturday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network. Cooking School is in session again. Sunday, May 22nd, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific. It'll be our second episode of Cooking School with Chef Alice Cardinelli. This month's topic is getting to know the kitchen. I'm going to tell you the importance of being organized in the kitchen. I'll talk about kitchen equipment. I'll talk about proper cooking techniques and how to stay safe in the kitchen. Plus, I'll give you some recipes utilizing our cooking techniques. Are you ready to learn how to cook? Great. Join me Sunday, May 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern for our second episode of Cooking School with Chef Alice Cardinelli. in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Primetime Baking, sponsored by Chef Carnelli Cooking Show, here on American Variety Network. Tonight, I, Chef Alice Cardinelli, have been giving you my best recipes. Now, if you're just tuning in, don't worry, I've got more recipes coming your way. 
Before commercial break, I gave out six of my best baking tips to ensure that you will be a great baker. I told you about some of the common ingredients all bakers must have in the kitchen. And I also started giving out some recipes, including cookie recipes, red velvet cheesecake brownie recipes, and other amazing recipes. And now I'm going to pick off where we left off and give out the remaining of my recipes. So here we go. We're going to start with cannoli cake, which actually is a recipe my great-grandmother passed down to me. For the cannoli cake, you're going to need one package of French vanilla cake mix, regular size. For the filling, you're going to need one carton of 16 ounces ricotta cheese, half cup of powdered sugar, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon of almond extract, one teaspoon of rum extract, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and two ounces of semi-sweet chocolate, finely chopped. For the frosting, you're going to need two cartons, eight ounces each of mascarpone cheese. You're going to need three-fourths of a cup of powdered sugar sifted, a quarter cup of whole milk, two teaspoons of almond extract, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and two tablespoons of miniature semi-sweet chocolate chips. Directions. Prepare and bake cake mix according to package directions using two greased and floured 9-inch round baking pans. Cool for 10 minutes before moving for pans to wire racks to cool completely. In a large bowl, combine the ricotta cheese, powdered sugar, cinnamon, and extracts. Stir in chocolate. In another bowl, beat the mascarpone cheese, confectionery sugar, milk, and extracts on a medium speed until creamy. Do not overmix. Place one cake layer on a serving platter. Spread with one cup filling. Top with second cake layer. Spread remaining filling over top of cake to within one inch of edges. Frost sides and top of cake with two cups of frosting. Sprinkle chocolate chips over top and refrigerate until serving. Okay, my cheesecake lovers, here we go. I've got some cheesecake recipes for you. Strawberry cheesecake. Four packages, eight ounces each, of Philadelphia cream cheese softened, one cup of sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs in a prepared pie crust, and a strawberry filling. You can make your own, or you could use a store-bought one. I use a store-bought Duncan Hines one with no problems whatsoever. Heat your oven to 325, and you want to beat your cream cheese. Your one cup of sugar and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed after each, just until blended. Pour over crust. Bake for 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run knife around rim pan to loosen cake. Cool before moving rim. And frost with your strawberry topping after you have refrigerated your cheesecake for four hours or overnight. So really, the last thing you gotta do before serving is to frost with your cheesecake, or excuse me, your strawberry filling. Oreo cheesecake: four packages of of uh, Philadelphia cream cheese, eight ounces, eight ounces each, a cup of sugar, teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs, a prepared pie crust, and a half teaspoon of whipping cream. Beat cream cheese, one cup of sugar and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed after each until blended. 
Add, uh, mix in your whipping cream, add in 12 or 13 chopped Oreos, and pour into a prepared Oreo crust, or Oreo pie crust. Bake 55 minutes or until cake is almost set. Run a knife around rim of pan to loosen cake, cool before moving rim, and refrigerate cheesecake for 4 hours. Then, come serving time, you can decorate with more Oreos. Twix Cheesecake. Four packages, eight ounces each of cream cheese softened, a cup of sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs, a pie crust, 13 crushed mini Twix, and two cups of caramel sauce. Beat cream cheese, one cup sugar, and vanilla whisk mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed until just blended. Add your Twix and your caramel sauce, pour over a crust, and bake for 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run a knife around the pan to loosen cake. Cool before moving rim. And refrigerate cheesecake for four hours. Those are my cheesecake recipes. On to my next recipe. Oreo cream pie. 36 Oreo cookies divided. A quarter cup of butter or margarine melted. Two packages... Three-fourths of an ounce each of instant vanilla pudding. One and a half cups of cold milk. One tub of Cool Whip whipped topping. Crush 24 cookies finely. Mix with butter. Press onto bottom and upside of 9-inch pie plate. Chop remaining cookies. Beat pudding mixes in milk in a large bowl with whisk two minutes. Stir in Cool Whip and chopped cookies. Spoon into crust. Refrigerate for four hours or until set. White chocolate cream pie. I gotta tell you, I made this white chocolate cream pie on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, and on Easter, and on special occasions, and my friends and family love this. So if you are a white chocolate lover, you're gonna love this recipe. Three tablespoons of heavy cream, one three-ounce package of cream cheese softened, two-thirds of a cup of powdered sugar, one cup of white chocolate, or excuse me, one, uh, one cup of whipped cream, and now the one bag of Giardelli white chocolate chips. You want to microwave about uh, a half a bag of white chocolate and three tablespoons of cream in a large microwave-safe bowl on high, Minute and a half to two minutes until chocolate is almost melted. Stirring halfway throughout heating time. Stir until white chocolate is melted and mixture is smooth. Beat in your softened cream cheese and powdered sugar. Gently fold in the whipped cream until no streaks remain. Spoon in crust. Melt another half cup of white chocolate in the microwave. Drizzle melted white chocolate on top of pie and chill in refrigerator overnight. And ladies and gentlemen, my last and final recipe for today's show is a fruit salad with a cream cheese marshmallow dip. Now, for the fruit salad, I use purple grapes, I use red grapes, I use watermelon, I use pineapple, I use fresh strawberries, and I also use fresh raspberries. And I don't make a big bowl of fruit salad. I make individual cups of fruit salad. That way I could add bananas and apples without it going bad. But if you wanted to make a big bowl, you could probably try adding bananas and apples to it by using lemon juice. But I would not recommend it uh, because it probably would go bad. 
So I recommend doing this for individual servings. Once you have your fruit cut up, put them in a bowl, then it's time for you to make your dip. So you can make your dip by taking a package, 8-ounce package of cream cheese, adding a full jar of uh, marshmallow in a stand mixer, add a cup of sugar, and mix that together. Then top that on top of your fruit salad. And I gotta tell you, that really is delicious. Alright, it really is tasty and you're going to enjoy it. Now you could also uh, use whipped cream if you want instead, but either way, it works for me. I figured I would give you the fruit salad recipe because it is springtime, it is May, so fresh fruit is now available. Those are all of my recipes for tonight. I hope that you will use them. Baking lovers, sweet juice lovers, and everybody that listened to today's show, I really appreciate your listen. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my show. I hope that every one of you will be using any of my recipes. Feel free to use any or all of my recipes, and don't be afraid to leave feedback or criticism of my recipes. You can email your feedback or your criticism of my recipes to alexgoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com. Yes, that's right. Go Yankees. So please feel free to use any of my recipes. I'd like to say a special thank you to everybody that tuned in. I appreciate you. You guys are what make me do this podcast. You made me and you made this podcast, so thank you very, very much. Special thanks to Dolly, Angelie, and Kyle for the awesome cupcake on Saturday. Listeners, please check out K&D Cupcakes on Facebook, if you're Western Mass. I really recommend you try their cupcakes, K&D Cupcakes, on Facebook. Please download my app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. Have a great rest of your Monday evening, and thank you for listening to Primetime Baking here on American Variety Network. Chef Ellis Cardinelli and Primetime Baking now off the air. Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. We really appreciate your listen. Feel free to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store, American Variety Network. Good night, everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.